Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Previously on Welcome to Provincetown. I'm having like these really ups and like really low lows. Remember Sonny from episode one, who moved to P-Town after getting laid off from his job in Boston? Sonny is only looking to have a good time. I just wanted to move to P-Town and be a dumb slut for the summer. It's Wednesday, June 30th, 11 a.m. Me and Sonny have plans for an interview this morning. When I went to bed last night, I had a sneaking feeling that I should have confirmed our meeting time. But instead, I sent him a text on my way over. When I get to his door, a middle-aged woman answers and gives me a very cheery greeting. She lets me in, and then Sonny races up the stairs from his bedroom in the basement, flustered. So you walked into chaos. My roommate's family is here, and by family I mean his mom and dad, who like, consistently come and like decorate the house for him because he doesn't do it himself which is like cute this makes so much sense i remember walking into sunny's apartment for the first time and finding the aesthetics odd maxinista meets extended stay hotel and then one of uh, my friend was here he came over for breakfast this morning that we didn't get to because uh we were doing other things in my bedroom and that's beautiful blowjobs and then, yeah, we all just kind of coalesced at one point, and I was just being a dumb slut, and I apologize. <laughs> I don't need an apology, though. I'm happy for him. This is exactly what Sonny wants. I'm Mitra Caboli. Welcome to Provincetown. Episode 4, Dumb Slut Summer. 
I have to say that Provincetown is one of the horniest places I've ever been. Sex is everywhere and almost by design. Even the names of businesses and stores in town seem straight up horny to me. Siemens Bank, The Fudge Factory, Bliss. Actual sex was not hard to come across either. Like one night, Ben, our P-Town daddy doula, invited me to a party in the sand dunes. Do you know where the trail is? I trekked through loose sand in the dark for about 15 minutes, following these glowing orbs and the growing thump of the base. Uh, Dua Lipa once again. (laughs) I saw a lot of people I knew. Sunny was there. We got to hang out off the clock, except I was recording. Oh my god! Hi baby, what's up? I've been looking for you. Sunny, do you know... We have met in passing. You know my colleague, Ben. Ah, so you were But all of a sudden, I noticed that people were making out, or pairing off and disappearing into the dunes, away from the light of the fire pit. It's a full-on sex party now. Okay, but like, is this one it's polite for me to leave? Like, I should see myself out, or...? As one of two women at the party, I feel like my presence is somehow an impediment to everyone's good time. No one's stopping what they would be doing because they're like, oh my god. But Ben points out that no one is paying attention to me. Wait, did they just go fuck each other? Yes. Okay. (laughs) This is Paul, one of my friends from the summer. He's asking if Sunny and left to go have sex. Um, because, because I want to hook up with both of them, that's why I'm jealous. Who? Both of the men who left here. I want to hook up with both of them. The fact that no one was paying attention to me wasn't much of a comfort. I prefer to be seen. Um, well, I'm a little sick still. I'm recovering from the gay flu that everyone got. There was a gnarly bug going around in early July that everyone jokingly called the gay flu or gay cough. Some on the internet insisted that their little gay cough was actually COVID. Honestly, who knows? A bunch of my friends in New York got it after Pride weekend, and then it made its way to P-Town. We had Circuit Week, and now we're like midway through Bear Week. And Circuit Week was, both of them have been their own kind of hell for different reasons, but like not in a bad way, like... Fun hell. Like, if it was hell, but, like, I don't know, there were party drugs (laughs) and alcohol. Provincetown summer is dictated by special weeks or weekends that are meant to draw certain types of crowds. Family week, baby dyke weekend, bear week, men of color weekend. The list goes on. Circuit week always lands during the 4th of July. If you've ever been to a dance club and you suddenly find yourself in a sea of muscly shirtless men, you have found the Circuit Queens. Circuit Week is all about how fit and trim and slim and muscle-defined and veiny and speedos and harnesses and jock straps And nobody eats. I mean, eating is not, I mean, absolutely not. Alcohol and drugs are pretty much the lifeline of Circuit Week. People love to dunk on Circuit Gays. Kristen even has a joke about it. I met this nice young man, Friday of Circuit Boy Week, his name was Connor. His family owned a dairy farm upstate. He was in finance. Seemed like a nice boy, right? I ran into Connor on Sunday night. He's coked out, wants to do lines off my dildo. Like, what the fuck, Connor? I didn't see that coming, Connor. 
I would never describe Sonny as a circuit gay, but he and his friends from Boston would usually vacation in P-Town for the 4th of July. So my friends from Boston, like my best group of like three friends all showed up on Thursday of circuit week to start like our frivolity. And um, I ended up going out six out of the seven days in a row with them while also working. When circuit week was upon us, it felt like a switch was flipped. The vibe in town noticeably shifted. And I was not alone in this observation. Talking to all of like my like fellow townies and like my friends at the brewery, it's like leading up to this week, like they would all talk about how much they like dislike circuit week and how like awful it was. But I didn't realize how much like body dysmorphia you would get from it or just the whole place is like kind of laced with anxiety. No one's like super friendly or nice and like, but everyone's so hot. This is a major contrast from how Sonny has been feeling since he got here. The first like few weeks of living here was very different from the last week of like what it was. Like I've felt really body positive. Like I bought my first Speedo when I moved to P-Town this summer and I was like wearing it on the beach and feeling super confident and great. And like when we went to the beach last week during circuit week with my like friends, I was like, oh my God, everyone looks so good in their Speedos. And I'm just like the only hairy person here. I don't know. You just feel a little bit insecure. The thought of Sonny, one of the cutest boys I know, feeling crappy about the way he looks is bonkers. Look at me. I would have been a great straight guy. <laughs> I would have slayed the pussy game. <laughs> oh my god, Sonny. <laughs> no. Um, it would have been one less thing that I would have had to deal with growing up. It just wasn't fun. Like why why if you could be straight, why would you be gay? I didn't come out until I was like a senior in college. And, like, even after that, I knew I was gay since I was a freshman, like, and well before then, but, like, didn't want to admit to it because, you know, maybe they'll figure out a way to make you not gay, like an X-Men when you got rid of your mutation. As someone who is very much making a choice to live a queer life, this crushed me. Why would you want to get rid of your superpower? But this is the rub. There is no map. It can be so hard to see a future. And I think Sonny feels that, too. When he talks about his straight friends, many of whom are getting married right now, I can sense a hint of jealousy. But I can't tell if it's because he feels like his life is unstable, laid off from his job and working at a bar, or if it's bigger than that. Everything's okay. Life's perfect. I love not having a career and, you know, being in P-Town. And it is fun, but, like, seeing all your friends and being like, oh, I'm glad they all have fun, stable lives and are getting married. And, yeah. Do they have fun, stable lives? They're not fun, but their lives are stable. And, like, there's a certain thing that is said to have a stable life. And that is literally the life that they'll live for the next, like, 50 years. And they're going to be happy doing it. And there's something that's so nice about that blissful ignorance. Marriage and a 9-to-5 can feel comforting and safe, but I'm pretty sure that is not what Sonny wants either. Like, now I think about it and, like, being gay is so fun. But again, it's one of those things where it's mixed with the highest highs and the lowest lows. This rings so true to me. On the one hand, being gay is totally fabulous. The best parties, mingling with artists and culture makers, the auntie with good taste. But on the other hand, it feels so lonely. I don't even know where I want to live, let alone if I want long-term partnership or kids. So I worry who's going to be around when I get old. But until I find a compelling reason to seek the traditional pillars of stability, I will keep riding the highs. 
Every Wednesday since arriving, I've gone to Fag Bash, the only party I legitimately like going to in P-Town because the music is actually good. No offense to the Madonna Club remixes. But I've started to feel like there's no room for me. I feel like men are towering over me and holding their space in a really hostile way. But maybe they don't see me at all. Sometimes I think that I'm being paranoid, like these dudes are just tall and I'm short, so of course I feel intimidated. But even Sonny finds these spaces to be alienating at times. You reminded me of another story that happened during Circuit Week. So we went to A House yet again for the third night in a row. The A House is a club and one of the oldest gay bars in America. Everything in P-Town is the oldest something. And I was like already not really feeling it because it was like so packed. We were all shoved in there like sardines. Everyone has their shirt off on the dance floor and is dancing. And um, some huge like jeet out muscle queen is like really feeling himself and is like kind of is dancing but like dancing aggressively and like swung his arm and like elbowed me right in the face and gave me a really bad bloody nose. I'm like spewing blood like it's going down my face into my chest hair. I run to the bathroom, run to the sink and ev- not no lie, every fucking queen in there asked me like, oh my god, do you have coke? Like did you like uh, do too much? And I was like, fuck, I hate it here. I need to leave. I hate this so much. And then I just left. Ugh, gay culture is awful. Although the terribleness of Circuit Week is mostly agreed upon by locals, I will say that during that week and the week after, Bear Week, I saw more sex in front of my eyes than I've ever seen in my life. Picture me, dancing, minding my own business, while someone is getting their ass eaten right next to me. I saw it all. Blowjobs, full-on fucking on a grimy dance floor. It was beautiful. I'm so happy that these spaces exist and I feel very strongly that they should be protected and maintained. But the biggest feeling I had was jealousy. After watching dudes fuck all night, I too was horny. I want what the dudes have. There was a secret part of myself that was hoping my little queer pilgrimage would also turn into a sapphic summer. But there were no women around. Speaking of gay, <laughs> yes. where are the lesbians? Please help so me. the best I can do is my Sunday party called the Dyke Talk. After the break, we go looking for some women. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Speaking of gay, yes. where are the lesbians? Please help so me. So the best I can do is my Sunday party called the Dyke Talk. Kristen Becker, who we met in episode two, who runs Summer of Sass, also hosts a weekly event on Sundays at the brewery called Dyke Dock. And I literally will walk through the streets with a megaphone and like call for lesbians and they will literally follow me back. Dyke Dock is an event playing off the name of an infamous P-Town cruising ground that is below the deck of a hotel, the Dick Dock. When we do Dyke Dock on Sundays, my rule that I've decided is that there can be one gay boy or bi boy for every 10 women because that's how it feels to be a woman in P-Town. This is not an exaggeration. I don't know how often I'd be at a party and suddenly realize that there are three women in the room. Me, my friend, and some other poor woman. Wait, okay, just want to see something. How many women are at this party? Just, I'm, yes. Who just has long hair? So the Promise Town Brewing Company was like, we want to create a space for women. And I was like, do you really want to create a space for women or do you want women to come drink at your bar? Like, those are two very different things. The Dyke Talk time slot, Sundays from 2 to 5, is frankly not great. Prime beach time. Sounds like you just want women to come drink at your bar. I want to be clear. Kristen does not host Dyke Talk out of the goodness of her heart. She kind of got roped into it. And I was like, all right. Well, then I want the patio. <laughs> and I want you to not see anyone there. A half hour before we get started, then we hold them even if no one shows up. And I've got a playlist that I made, you know, four hours of dyke music that plays, which you'd never hear in town. Like, it's the little things of just, like, creating the space. The brewery sees the lack of women's events in town. So for Dyke Dock, they reserve the patio for women. If any guys try to sit there, they'll be ushered inside. Because if they don't, the place would be overrun with cis men. Sometimes when Kristen tells men they can't sit on the patio for Dyke Dock, she's met with confusion and hostility. So when the 4th of July weekend came around, a.k.a. Circuit Week, Kristen and the brewery, they didn't even try. There were just too many men. 4th of July is so exceptionally male-driven that, like, I didn't even know. I couldn't guarantee that women would show up. Still, it's hard to say why I don't see so many dykes out at bars or clubs. Do dykes not like to go out, period? Or do they not like to go out because there isn't anywhere left for them to go? So here's a place called The Club. So The Club used to be The Pied Piper. And before it was The Pied Piper, it was The Ace of Spades. One day, my producer Emily and I met with a historian named Karen Krahulik. Karen wrote a book on how P-Town became the gay destination that it is today. Right now, we're stopped outside The Club, the venue where Kaya does her Tuesday night shows. Until pretty recently, it was the longest-running lesbian club in the country. But that's something that you had talked about, where are the women? They used to have a few places that were female-centric, never female-only. Provincetown's never been like that, especially with the women. Maybe it's no longer needed. Disagree. <laughs> What's that, Mitra? I said disagree. There are not a lot of dyke bars left in the U.S. Since the 80s, the majority of them closed. There used to be something like 200 dyke bars. 
Now there are less than 30. In Provincetown, Massachusetts, the gayest place on earth, Dyke Dock is the closest thing, and it's once a week for three hours. Okay, I'm like young and about like the nightlife and like single, like, you know, like I want to like party with women and they're just I'm continually one of like maybe three women at a party which makes it not fun for me. How about the Vixen? Is it still run as a primarily lesbian place? I don't think that's a place. (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't seen a place called the Vixen. (laughs) It's not even that I want to be surrounded by women although that does sound nice. It's more about the fact that I want to be in a social environment that I feel welcome in. What's going on today? Where are we? Uh, we are at Dyke Dock, a special event party called Squirt uh, at the Provincetown Brewing Company in Provincetown, Massachusetts. Well, it's Girl Splash Weekend, right? Well, which is uh, basically we have theme weeks, right? So you have Bear Week, you have Family Week, and Girl Splash Weekend is now, which is all the ladies. And, uh, and then next week is Family Week, which is a convenient roll into because all the women bring their kids this week. <laughs> Girl Splash is a women's-focused weekend. Kristen bought a bunch of squirt guns for the Dyke Dock party, but that was her backup idea. Originally, she wanted to get a dunk tank. And then they did a dunk tank the week before for Bear Week. They being the brewery. This is a small town. A dunk tank for two consecutive weekends at the same venue will have diminishing returns. They stole your dunk tank idea? Can't be proven. But I definitely had a whole thing, conversation with them about doing it for Girl Splash. And then they did it for Bear Week. I am so fucking annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I called them and I was like, guys. And, and then when I'm like, guys, they're like, like, it's like I'm being a difficult lesbian. Right? Like, oh, you can still do it. And I'm like, but it's not the same. It doesn't hit the same. Like, it's Girl Splash. Fucking Splash. At this point in the summer... After getting pushed around by a bunch of men, this is one more tiny indignity that has me fuming. Also, you can't do a dunk tank two weeks in a row. Can't do a dunk tank two weeks in a row. It kind of loses its edge. It's not the same. Even if it's new people or whatever, it is a once a season thing and it should have been Girl Splash and it was, yeah. But Kristen told me the dunk tank during Bear Week completely backfired. Because none of the gay guys wanted to be seen throwing in front of the other guys. So then I was like, yeah, no, because lesbians are supposed to be fucking doing the sports. (laughs) I talked to the folks at the brewery, and they said the ideas came up separately. But it doesn't matter who had the dunk tank idea first. The point is that Kristen doesn't feel like she has any real leverage. Summer of Sass gets a small cut of the profits from the brewery. And her tiny program is listed on the back of one of their cans. This is the small town aspect of it, where, like, everything is so intermingled that, like, how much do I get to bitch when, like, there's a large, like, that's a lot of exposure for Summer of Sass, being on the back of that beer can. Kristen knows this is a valuable relationship, so she always figures something else out. Squirt guns and super soakers it is. Splish splash. But in yet another blow to the lesbians of P-Town, it's raining today. Kristen, um, the weather, is it homophobic, yes or no? It's working on itself. Do you know what I mean? Like, it had some struggles this morning. It's going to clear up. It's coming to its senses as we speak, quite frankly. So I'm excited for the next two hours. If we can get two out of three hours to be not spitting rain, then we'll be good. But there are some troopers here. There are, lesbians can be prepared, you know? The rain did clear, and more women showed up. Stacy Starr was there. It's always worth it to look fabulous. 
This is the most women I've seen anywhere since I got to P-Town, about 50 throughout the course of the day. Sunny works the dyke dock shift every Sunday. What's up, you guys? Uh, not much. Just finishing uh, my shift, t- having a little post-shift drink before I decide to go home and take a nap before I inevitably go out tonight. I've popped by a couple of dyke docks. The vibe is always excellent, but this one by far had the most people. Today was like a real turnout, and I'm really happy that it like went well. And it was fun. Like It's fun to have this kind of energy. I don't know. I've talked to Misha about this. Like There's too many gay guys in town, and we need some women to slap us straight sometimes. It's so weird, though. Like, like As the person like putting the party together, it's always so weird because like I ask you to hold tables, which means turning away money. Mm-hmm. Like You know what I mean? Like There are most certainly, from 2 to 5 on Sundays, families and gay boys who want to come and there's a beautiful patio and that's the whole point and like you guys have been so cool to be like actually no you can't sit here because we're just gonna hold this space in case some women show up and it blows people's minds they're like what do you mean we're here right now and we're like yeah Mm -hmm. but that's not what we're doing and as the host i'm the one who gets to field all those lovely questions i'm like i'm so sorry (laughs) but we have a lovely space inside that you can sit at and it usually works out fine but so you have to reserve space for women to exist. You fucking can't get over this. It is. It's wild, but like. I mean. I can't really speak to it because I don't really know it enough. But I'm sure you can. No, I mean you live here, right? Mm-hmm. So like you know that generally speaking, the denominating gender is male in any space you go to, and I'm not sure why there aren't like dedicated lesbian spaces but there aren't the first two weeks we did it there were a few women who came in who were like we've been in town all weekend Mm -hmm. and it's sunday now and this is the first time we've been in a room where women were the majority and because there's no you know fucking bat light bat signal beacon to drive women to a place they end up in any one of the bars in town and they're like you know one of 50. Mm-hmm. The thing I love about Dyke Dock is, like, today was a busier day, that was great, but even on slow days, a lot of women come from Boston or New York, and they meet each other here, and because there is a decline of lesbian bars everywhere, actively, like, they're exchanging numbers, and they're like, oh my god, this is new, a new lesbian friend in Boston, like, they come here to make friends, to hang out with. Where there used to be lesbian spaces here, I feel like, wasn't the, the, the yeah, 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 the yeah, Vixen yeah. was the Vixen. Pilgrim House. Which is a mere 50 feet away from where we're standing, directly behind the brewery. What happened? Like, uh, somebody else bought it. Really? Mm-hmm. So unfortunate. Because I feel like there's literally just everything's a gay bar now, but there's no dedicated space. And I can't say the only thing I've seen, like flyer-wise even, is this. Like I didn't even see any advertisements for Girl Splash, really. This like. No, no. And we've been, I've been talking to like a couple of producers about it. When I came to P-Town, I knew that it was more gay than queer meaning that most of the people would be cis and men. But I was truly unprepared for how homogenous it really was. Dyke Dock was the only place I saw women, queers, and trans people comfortably mingling. But almost everywhere I went, I was surrounded by a sea of men. I'm happy for Sunny and all the other gay men. But there'll be no dumb slut summer for me. Coming up on Welcome to Provincetown. You want to be a busker. Okay, great. But then you don't busk. You want a a counselor, but then you don't go to counseling. There has to be some accountability. We check in with Stacey Starr to see how her life as a street performer is going. Do it now, right? 
I'm gonna say something out loud too. Kiss my motherfucking ass, bitches. Welcome to Provincetown was created by Roomtone and Rococo Punch. It's produced by me, Mitra Caboli, and Emily Foreman in association with Stitcher. Story editing by Gianna Palmer at Witness Docs. Charlotte Livingston is our production assistant. Bart Tochi helped with fact-checking. Editorial advising on this episode from Tyler Morse, Audrey Quinn, and Cassie Wagler. Our executive producers are Jessica Alpert and John Parati at Rococo Punch, and Ben Riskin and Bianca Grimshaw at Roomtone. Camille Stanley is the executive producer of Witness Docs, and Casey Holford is the technical director. Thank you to Karen Kerhulik. If you want to know more about the history of P-Town, check out her book, Provincetown, From Pilgrim Landing to Gay Resort. And special thanks to Sylveon Consulting for their feedback on this podcast. If you want to see pics from our summer in P-Town, follow us on Instagram, at Rococo Punch. Thanks for listening. You know, having we're a Sunday. We're to a tennis match, but we can't get there because we can't find an Uber. Can you take us? What's the plan for the night? Oh, well, oh, that's a good question. We're unsure. At least two of us needs abortions. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe pillow fights Usable. later. <laughs> it's really unfortunate that your um, microphone can't get this high kick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> okay, so we're making a podcast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.